I'm gonna just start it off right quick. This is just a quick. We're doing it again, fellas. It's an emergency podcast. We've done it before. Now we're back here again. Uh, here with my two special guests, Mr. Hines from the FT Podcast. What's Keto, good? Keto Island Boys Podcast. And Law, who's Skywalker in the house from the Ooh. Skywalker, Ooh Skywalker Podcast and Focus on the Road Podcast. And he's, got, he's got another one coming out. Did that drop, Nittles? No, 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 not yet. Be yeah. my boy. Okay. Keone, yeah. Yeah, let us know, definitely. I can't wait for that one. But, yeah, yeah man, we're back again for all the grown Samoan listeners. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This is just an emergency one, throwing it out there because we – like, I, I really wanted to get, get something off my chest and talk about what we're going to talk about, you know, mainly, like, what it is right now. Black Lives Matter. Of the Black Lives Matters in here in the U.S. and uh, it, it's just something that we just can't avoid, and something that Polynesians like us have been living through, especially our group right here, our age group. You know, us, us young gentlemen in our our young forties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being being uh, pretty much all of us were pretty much raised out here in the U.S you know west coast area and been through it all i i remember growing up and uh watching the whole la riots going down you know rodney king you know living through that but first of all is uh just want to thank my usos again you know what i'm saying you know what's up y'all was cracking as much man thanks for having us brother yeah man appreciate it appreciate it and um we're gonna get through just chopping it up, man. We're just going to chop it up, man. Um, we did the coronavirus when all hell broke loose. It started out here in Seattle where me and Law is, Ooh Skywalker, and and we said, damn, we got to do something. We got to talk about it, spread the word, you know. We got to get awareness out there to do the podcast space, and, and we did it. We did, like, two of those, and it was just crazy. And now, fast forward it a few months later, then we got – you know, the Black Lives Matters, uh, Matters movement. I can't even say that right. Say, y'all say it for me. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Okay. Say BLM. Yeah, okay, I'll mm. say BLM. Say I BLM. I always thought my words, but yeah, BLM is real shit. It's real talk. I've been talking with Tala, the wifey, a lot about it. And it's just like, damn, man, because... But we we lived through this. This is where we're from, racist racist ass United States of America. You know, where yeah. that elephant is always in the fucking room. You've been through it when you since you guys were kids. I have since I was a kid all the way till now. We're like in our forties, you know. But yeah, I'm, man. It, go ahead. I, I just want to give a big shout out though, um, and I wanted to give a big shout out to the. The Tough Block podcast that Heinz was on. Oh, yep, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. I listened Tough to block. the Tough Block podcast. Um, I listened to it earlier today, and they also, um, I get, I think, correct me if I'm uh, wrong. Uh, he, his, his, his son or his children, yep, are Afasi, yep. so the the Afmeoli, right? So yep. they're half black. So he reached out to the Poly community uh, podcasters, a bunch of them, and and said, you know, I wanted to to get a, a Pacifica group 
going and talking about this. And it was, that podcast was powerful, bro. I was, I listened to it this morning. I was like, wow. You know, and I, I shout out to, I sent a, uh, Instagram a, a comment and I was like, man, that's powerful, man. I love it. I loved it. Loved it. Cause I mean, I, I don't have no, you know, Maoli uh, kids, but I can, I can feel the, the Uso's pain, you know? So shout out to everybody that was, and you, and you, Interviewed some of those those guests that were were on that. Uh, that I podcast. interviewed one of them, and then the, all the others. That was the first time I talked to all of them, ever. Oh, so it was good. Yeah, it was crazy. It was just like, I was like, oh man, that's tight that we can all come together. You know, as Polly's, we don't even know each other, and you know, I just got hit up randomly, and it was just like, you know, so like our this podcast movement within the Polynesian community is growing, like. Um, so it's it's just tight because you know like like eventually i want everybody to know everybody you know so it's like i feel good that I was was able to be in some of those spaces and i'd like to have all of those people on my show like i'm thankful for you guys for being on my show and i love doing these collabs with y'all so it's good you know it's <clears throat> it's just good because i mean for years you know, I mean, we got the rock now but outside of him now before that for years the polynesians didn't really have a voice and if you saw them they were you know either athletes you know what i mean and that or wrestlers you know that was about it you know, and outside of having a real prominent national voice or or, or or a voice that's out there that people can listen to or relate to uh we didn't have that growing up we didn't have that growing up in, in, in our time and so we've, we we would have to go out and research people that have done things that may have written some books and that was very far, far and few between but it was dope with technology today and the fact that this podcasting thing is is starting to grow everybody has an opinion everybody has a voice everybody has a brand and it's just tight that uh you know it's just growing out there so uh i love these i love all of these collabs it's good it's good it's good for everybody you know yeah it's the shit so uh that podcast if if anybody listening the growing someone um listeners want to check that out uh it's the the uh, i got it right here it's, it's called the pacifica crossover uh, by the Tough Block podcast, and it had you Hines on it. It had a super Superfly Sua, yep. and for the cultures, Danny Boy was on that, yep. and also uh, let's see the Isle Seven, yeah, Isle Seven, yeah, podcast. Seven. Yep. So big ups to all of them, man. Big powerful thing, and just like you said, man, the movement is is growing, bro. It, it, it's it is. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And you know, it's just as beautiful as uh, Blue Skywalker's background <laughs> over there in the. In the oh, I know, right? <sighs> we power up the ship because it's about to go it's down. Tight. It's about to go down. <laughs> but so, yeah, no, that, that's cool. Everything you're saying, man. We we got a platform, and then I think it's we have the responsibility of uh, using it properly, man, mm -hmm. and doing the things we always wish other people could have done. Like Hank said, we didn't have a voice back in the day. Now we do. And uh, whether it's one or 100 people that listen, man, uh, you guys know, we focus on the road, man. I'll talk a lot of shit on there. That's random thoughts in my mind. But at the same time, I always got to remember what we say means something to people. 
So, you know, when we do these emergency uh, podcasts, man, I think it's our responsibility to to do something positive with it. And know? just and just be a voice, just like you guys are saying. There's, we had the, like, The Rock football players, Jesse Sapolu, Joy Polamalu, and now we got the internet where we can hop on as just a casual, normal Samoans uh, who's been through the shit, who, you know, we're not celebrities, but we just have our own opinions. And now we're voicing it in real time to put it down, an etch in history, living through this Black Lives Matters movement. I said it right that time. The BLM movement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like we were able to lay it down and record for the coronavirus. We were there from the beginning. And now we're here for, for this. This is like, for me, it's, it's, a, it's history. We're, we're being embedded in history right now, right? As we as we talk on this podcast. The yeah, man. Civil, it is. Yeah. The civil rights. I mean. It's, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that, right? Like we want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. man. I mean. 2020 we're not even halfway done yet mm-hmm. and it's already this is this is a major year in history like in our lifetime i don't think we've had a year like this you know what i mean i mean multiple shit has gone down that has affected the world and it's it's still going we're in the middle of it and it, a lot of it is shit that's been going on only because i think it's the power of the internet man that now everyone can see it. There's no more denying it. And everybody has to react to it. You have no choice. If you think you're just gonna sit back and do nothing about it or or tell yourself, I don't want nothing to do with it, you, you don't have a choice, man. Cause they're burning shit in your cities. You know what I mean? You have to face it. And it's crazy, man. I'm gonna be honest, man. It's made uh, me, myself, I'm, I'm really rethinking a lot of the ways of how I look at things, yeah, even as so? it pertains to racism. How so? What do you mean? Well, you, you know, with me, I, I've always known racism existed, okay? And, you know, I know Henry can relate to this. Heinz, I know you, you know, we were all knuckleheads. We did our shit when we were young. Oh, I got but, stories. I got stories. Yeah, I got in a lot of trouble, you know what I'm saying? And when it came to the police and the way they treated you, you know, when I got pulled over, cuffed, everything I did, man, I knew I deserved it because I was doing that dumb shit. You know, as I got older, I started learning how to play the system. I haven't had a ticket since, like, 2001 or some shit like that. Wow. Because That's I dope. knew how how to be a silver tongue when it, when it came to getting pulled over by the police. I knew how to act. You know, by the time I was done, by the time they took my license and paperwork to their car, I had them cracking up. So they came back, and I always get a warning. I get pulled over at least three times a year. I get a warning every time. So my thought process was, man, all you got to do is this. If you just don't mouth off, you're going to be all right. You know? And even though I've seen videos where it didn't go down like that, my thought process was still, yeah, but if you would have just did what I did in the beginning, that never would have happened. The difference is, yeah, as Samoans, as Polynesians, we experience that racism, but not on the same level as the black man in America. That's what I'm coming to realize. <clears throat> yeah, never. never had never I been were. me, had I been me as a black man and got pulled over, that would have been a different story. 
if I would have been trying to joke around, it might not have went my way. I forget that being Samoan, being my size and the way I look, cop's going to be a little bit intimidated in the first place. Even though he's got the power of the law and a gun on his side, he's still a little bit intimidated because Polly's, we have our rep, right? Mm-hmm. If these, these foe makers come swinging, you're going down. So with that intimidation factor and the fact that I'm cool with them, I feel like, okay, they're just relieved. Now, for the purpose of, of letting people know what it really feels like, kind of like what I did on my podcast earlier, when a racist motherfucker looks at us, they're not going to like us because we're not white, right? And if they don't like us, it's because they don't like Samoans. A Samoan did something to them to where they don't like Samoans, okay? It's different for the blacks, right? They see a black, they just instantly don't fucking like them because they're black. And what do they see when they see a black man? They see a nigger. They don't look at a Samoan and see a nigger. That's the difference, and that's the difference I'm starting to realize and really realize the shit that they've been putting up with and Mm -hmm. why it's been so hard and why... Now, just like myself, I think everybody needs to recognize that, man. As a matter of fact, I know everybody needs to recognize that. It is different for them. It's harder for them. And yes, all lives matter. But what I'm learning is right now, all eyes are on how blacks are affected by it. You know, focus on that problem right now. That's the message they're trying to get across. Do you guys well, see this? Well, fucking, well, Kaepernick's been trying to get that message across. <laughs> yeah, he minute. has. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to pay attention when he did that either. You know what I mean? I'm to telling me, you. I was just kind of like, eh, okay, I get it. But I didn't get it, get it. You know what I'm saying? I understood what he was doing, but it didn't affect me. Damn. Like it is now. I mean, it's true. Uh, I feel like what you just said is true. Is I feel like if you're black and you're have any interaction with the police, you know, I feel like the percentage of things escalating out of control is much higher uh, for people that are black with the police than anybody else, you know, just for being black, you know, so, um, which is, which is why we, I don't know, man, it's just crazy. And it's true because it's, you know, we don't have to experience that as bad. Like I said, damn, like for you to get pulled over three times a year, it's like, but even then that's still, I feel like that's kind of a lot. Like, are you, are those, war? are those, are those, are those warranted or because some people could also say, Hey, you're getting pulled over because you're not white too. You know? Yeah. Check this out. Check this out. When I was still dating uh, my ex, we weren't, you know, before the kids were roaming in my older boys were, born i had a 98 nissan maxima in like 2000 and you know sound system tinted windows everything i had a tinted license plate cover and i'm on south tacoma way and like stillicum you remember where the arco is in there lake over there lakewood yep yep i'm driving towards oakbrook or oakwood oh we used to call it park no the softball park right yep i'm driving towards that i look to the right at the dealership there's a, there's a squad car sitting there. I look at the squad car, and I made the mistake of looking away quick. And I said, fuck, why'd I do that? Instantly, they're going to come after you. 
right? So boom, they pulled me over on 96 in South Tacoma Way. Now my ex, straight up white girl. She ain't never experienced this shit. This shit don't exist to her. She was like, are you getting pulled over right now? I said, yeah, 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 don't worry. I said, just <laughs> sit still. Don't say anything. You know, I got this. And yeah, my car had an illegal tint. So what did I do? I roll all my windows down so they could see inside perfectly. My hands on the steering wheel. Just put my hands right up there. And she was like, this is bullshit. You didn't do anything. You weren't speeding. I said, just, just shut, shut up. Don't say anything. <laughs> say absolutely nothing right now. Cops come up, both sides of the car, guns drawn, doing this shit. You know, the gun and the flashlight. Before they say anything to me, there are flashlights in the car. Boom, boom, boom. And then they stand all the way, like, kind of behind, by the, what is it called, the quarter panel of your car? The blind spot, right? Oh, yeah. They're standing all the way back there saying, uh, you have your, your license of registration? I said, yes, I do. And he said, okay. And they continue to look around, look around, look around. Have you been drinking? All these questions, right? My hand's still on the steering wheel. And here, here's the ex. She's getting ready to say something. I said, don't say anything. Don't talk to them. I got it. Wow. So they walk up and uh, they said, all right, uh, got your license registration. Boom, boom, insurance, all that. They said, do you know why, do you know why we pulled you over? I said, ah, absolutely, I have absolutely no idea, but I know I did something wrong or you want to pull me over, right? That's how I'm talking to them. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, you have a tinted license plate cover and we couldn't steal a license plate. And it's actually illegal in the state of Washington. I said, illegal? This is exactly how I'm talking about. I said, illegal? But I bought that from O'Reilly's or Napa, whatever the sh shop was. I bought that from them on this road, down the street by Tacoma Discount World. He goes, yeah, I mean, you can illegally sell it, but, but you, can't, you can't put it on your car. I said, man, those motherfuckers, they better give me a refund, right? Now they're laughing. I said, those fucking assholes, man. I'm going to get a refund. Trust me, I'm going to get a refund. Can you, can you put it on my ticket that I should get a refund because they sold me some illegal plate covers? And the cop was just kind of giggling. He was like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to go run this and make sure, you know, everything's all good. I said, yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. I mean, you might find something on there that some buffets don't want me back. I don't know if that's a crime. And then, you know, they're laughing. They're laughing. Yeah. They go back to the car, come back. They're like, yeah, so, so just, you know, go ahead and go home and take the license plate cover off. And, you know, you won't have to ever worry about getting pulled over for that. So they, they get in their car. They take off. Here's the ex. She was like, that's fucking bullshit. They can't see. You can see right through that thing. I said, I know you can. Then why did they pull you over? I said, profiling. She was like, what, what the fuck does that mean? That's I said, deep. because look at the car we're in. Yeah. Okay. Maximums and Ultimas are like black vehicles. She was like, who says that? I said, just listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a black vehicle. They looked at me, right? They probably thought I was black. The way I looked away, you break eye contact like that with a cop, they think you got something to hide. You don't want to look at them. That's how I knew they were going to pull me over. And she was like, they can't do that. Why didn't you take like their badge number or something? I said, I didn't get a ticket. She was like, but you have to fucking say something. I said, no, it's over and done with. I said, this is normal. I said, this is, this is life in Lakewood, girl. You act like, oh, yeah, you're a white girl. You don't know nothing about that. She was like, no, 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 I'm calling tomorrow. I said, no, you're not. You're not doing nothing. I said, that's the shit we put up with. You know what I mean? So to me, I always took it like, man, you just got to deal with the shit, you know? 
That's how I always live my life. I just, hey, it exists. Whatever, man, I'm going to deal with it. That's, but that's that, as a Samoan, right? That's as that's a Samoan. Um, then that's the reason why, like, we're doing this podcast is because the whole point of it is how the police are trained. You know, the racism within every police force that has that that same mentality of profiling, 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 whether you're, you know, black or you're brown skinned, you know, or you just look like, you know, you're, you're different, you know, it's racial profiling. Why can't they fucking nip that shit in the butt? What's taking them so long? You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. That's what's going on right now. Why, you know, you know, honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, so Let's say you want to be a nurse, you want to be a doctor, you want to be a dentist, you want to be an auto mechanic. How long do you have to train and learn this shit before you're certified to be one, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to go to school for auto mechanics at Clever Park Tech, that's a two-year course you got to go through, right? Longer if you want to be a nurse, you want to be an x-ray technician. How long do you have to train to become a police officer? Six yeah. months, four months, yeah, and then, months. yeah. After that, that amount of months, you're given a gun and the power to just strip away people's civil rights whenever you feel it's necessary. And, right? Well, well, not only that, it's it's the point that, you know, just like I, I, I loved how Rogan put it, like he had his uh, military dude on there an interview and he was saying that this the Navy SEALs, the BUDS training, they fucking got the, the, the most intense training in the whole fucking world. And that kind of shit weeds out all the fucking, them little pussy ass motherfuckers that shouldn't even be in there. So you're dealing with the police force in America. That's the type of shit we need. You know, there's a hardcore shit that'll weed out and then pay the motherfuckers right. Because I would love, I would love to see the police roll down the street into the hood and hop out the cars and everybody treat them like firemen. There you go. They're supposed to be the firemen. They're supposed to be the heroes. That's how it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be the ones where they're like, oh, the police officers here. Oh, yeah. They're not in America. We know why. Because it's all fucked up. But, you know, why Why can't they, you know, train, you know, do some intensive training to where it should be like that, where they're just cool-minded. They have some kind of fucking, you know, mental kind of, you know, uh, training courses they got to go through because... Yeah, yeah. And make it, make it, like you said, like the SEALs, man. It's got to be difficult, yeah. man. You got to weed out. Yeah. Who's weak? Who's weak-minded? I think, and then I think a lot of it, too, is you got to weed out, the, like, especially the weak, but people that are scared. Because that's, I think that's, I think that's another thing that, of how the, not scared, you know, slash racist. Because I, I feel like that's another reason of how things escalate really fast. You know, somebody's not used to being around black people. And, you know, they, they automatically assume that they're committing a crime or something like that. And they pull them over or they stop them and they don't, they've never really interacted with them before. And they're, and they're legitimately frightened of them, even though they're not doing anything, they're, you know, and, and I feel like that's, that's the issue is you have these cops that are just boom, shoot first and ask questions later type. And that's how a lot of these people are dying too, is just by doing everyday things that we take for going for a jog, you know, selling CDs, 
whatever it may be, just go into the store and, and then, and, and, or not and even I, going anywhere, just being in your own home, <laughs> being in your yeah, own right? apartment. Yeah. Being in your own apartment and having somebody come in and shoot you is like, being that's your, so crazy. That, that poor kid, that middle kid in San Ho, you know, he was in his grandma's backyard. And then you, you got murdered back there from the popo just by being in his grandma's backyard. And he's like, there was a lady in Dallas who went, she thought it was her apartment and she got, she went into another guy's apartment and just shot dude because. Oh yeah. I heard about that one. I mean, it's like, man, these people are just, they're not doing anything. That's what I mean. Yeah. And she's so scared. You know what I mean? People are like, you have these cops that are just so scared. It's like, you can, they're, they that to me is is one of the biggest issues is that you know i feel like there's there's racism in police department i have friends that are cops i have friends that are cops like uh i have a friend that works up in um linwood he straight up told me he was like and he's white and he was like hey yeah you know He's like, the way these guys joke around, he's talking about his, like the other cops. He's like, the way these yeah. guys joke around, they're, you could kind of tell they're kind of racist. And I was like, damn, like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I could really see it being like, it's like a cop culture, you know what I mean? Oh, It's definitely. been that way for so long. That it's, it's just the way you got to be when you end up joining the force. And oh. I, know, I, can, I know a lot of them don't join in, but they're not going to say nothing about it. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's their I, job. I, that's their I do think it, I think it also depends. You know, I think Lakewood cops are maybe a little bit more lenient than somebody in like uh, like Bellevue or, you know, I mean, Everett or something like that. I just yeah. feel like because they're around more minorities, they're around more people of color they're around. More, and sure, you might I think you're more likely to have those type of people that are in the force that are also minorities, you know, so. But, uh, but yeah, I think that uh, for the majority of the, um, uh, of the police across the nation, I think that culture is strong. You know, I think it's, mm -hmm. you know, you can't, we can't prove it except for the fact that we have a lot of these discrepancies where, uh, you have people murdering blacks, like left and right. So I got, I got, um, I got a question I wanted to ask you too. Um, since we're we're talking about police, you know, police brutality and and these crooked uh, cops and uh, racism in the police force, uh, laws told us uh, one story about it, and I know he pretty much has more. I, mean, I got tons, but um, what I wanted to ask you guys is: this podcast we're doing this because of the BLM movement, but whose fight is it? Is my question to you guys. <clears throat> Whose fight is it? Whose fight is it? Because go ahead, you guys answer that, and then I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know my opinion on it. Oh, for me, I honestly believe, for me, it's America's fight. Mm -hmm. When it comes to Black Lives Matter. I know it's, it's global, you know what I mean? It happens everywhere. But as it pertains to America, man, it, it's everybody's fight. You know what I mean? I think BLM is just bringing it all to light. You know? BLM is, if it wasn't for this, it, me, myself included, wouldn't care as much as I do now. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. It, it's it's everybody has to grab onto this and start running with it and not let it go. You know, I mean, yesterday everybody was posting the what was it the the black square. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, blackout. Hear about Tuesday. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blackout Tuesday, and that's cool and all, but you know, you don't want everybody to just think, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put this up." All right, guys, and then tomorrow I'm right back to my same old shit. You know, one thing I was talking about, I actually recorded one on the way home, and it was a thought I had. If we're gonna like, so it's all it's everybody's fight. It's America's fight, and and for for America to to make a difference. It's going to have to start in your home. That's easy to say, right? It's easy to say it's going to start in your home. But as Samoans, our folks, our family, our uncles, been doing racist jokes forever. I I don't want to say racist jokes, prejudice jokes, okay? Comedy. When you make a joke about, you know, uh, stereotypes and all that, it's comedy. Nobody in my family hates black people because of the color of their skin. They don't just say, I hate black people. We're you know not I mean? we're not killing people for the color of your skin, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's the stereotypes that everybody's gonna tease. Now, how far do you wanna go to help stop racism? If you got an uncle that's racist, but you love your uncle and he's always joking like this and we wanna stop it in a home, are you gonna tell that uncle to stop? Like, hey man, that shit ain't cool. Don't don't do that. I mean, really think about it. If that uncle's sitting next to you making the jokes that he always makes, but you love this motherfucker to death, can you really turn to him and tell him that ain't cool? Because for me, I don't know if I can. I'm going to be straight up. As much as I'm coming to realize this shit, I can teach my kids, you know, I'll tell my sisters, everybody, hey, no, 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 don't do that. They don't. But I'm saying I got uncles from California that joke like that all the time. If they were sitting right here in this in this car, listening to what I'm saying, and they started making jokes, I don't know if I can confront them and tell them, don't do that to help stop racism. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a battle that everybody's going to be faced with. You know, easy to say, easy to post online, easy to say on this podcast, but can you really do it? You know, I think it's going to take time. Uh, you know, some people can't. Some people are just like, you know what? Maybe I'll just start with the next generation, teach my kids better. But in all honesty, that that's that's too late, man. This shit is, is happening now. You know, shit has to change now. And I think just we're just conditioned in such a way it's hard to break. But at least we're all aware it needs to be broken. A new, a new, a new way of thinking needs to come around. But I don't have the answers. That's why I chose not to do what I always do on Twitter: is clown and then talk shit. And I haven't been active. And a lot of people take that as, "Oh, whoever's not talking is because they're racist." That's not it at all. I start. I chose to stop talking and listening because I need to know what the fuck is really going on, right? I heard about George Floyd, Floyd dying. Oh, he was just a, uh, another another brother that got killed out in Minnesota out by a cop. But when I actually took the time to watch the video and start learning shit, it was fucked up, man. When you watch that shit, man, the PC is going to fucking die when you watch that shit. You know, I watched the full video of every word he said when he was down on that ground. And it, man, 
It's, it's heart wrenching, bro. It, that was hard. I didn't even. Hard. I didn't even watch it yet. I didn't. I didn't. Crazy. I His brutal. Yeah, I mean. What about you, Heinz? Oh yeah, man. Like, who's responsible? Everybody. Yeah. 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 Who's yeah? Whose fight is it? Yeah, whose fight is it? Yeah, man. It's everybody. You know, and. uh I think that was really good. Law is just talking about how, like, just being honest. It's, but uh, I think you're right. It starts at home with the mentality that you have in your house, and then, yeah, it's just trying to spread that, spread that out into, you know, uh, and and you're right. It's like I feel like uh, it's hard to have those conversations with you people you love that are maybe doing things like that that may be talking a certain way or, but I think eventually we all need to, you know, we all need to, um, we all need to change our mentality, you know, as far as this is their issue. Cause this is everybody's issue. Cause I mean, unless you're planning on leaving the country or, you know, a lot of people just stay within their bubbles. So they see this as not being an issue to affect anybody, but, I mean, we all interact with each other. We all, you know, we're all going to have to interact with each other wherever, if we're traveling anywhere, if we're going anywhere or doing anything. And so uh, in order for this to happen, in order for changes to happen, it needs to, it needs to start with us at home. And like you said, with our families, with who we interact with, how we interact with them. And we, we have to have that courage. I feel like, you know, to, you know, it, you know, you might not want to call them out, like like how you're saying, Law. But I think maybe, uh, you, like maybe just bringing it, finding a a tactful way of bringing it up of of how to stop maybe doing some of that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I, you know, I. But as far as responsibility, like whose fight is this? Is everybody's? Because I mean, we all have to live together. We're all living on this country together specifically because this is where the issue is. But yeah, we all live in this world together too. But uh, for um, for things to change, it just it needs to start at home for sure. And then it has to. And then I feel like from there, it's got to be like a lot of this is institutionalized. So you know, like in our schools, we need to we need to learn more about the history of how racist this country is. I feel like. You've said you said it's the elephant in the room that nobody likes to talk about. We love to just glaze over this issue of racism in our country, but it's like you can't you can't you can't do that and then not expect these things to change because you're going to continuously have these things happen over and over and over again. And a lot of people don't understand the history of this country. You know, people yeah they might know yeah there used to be slavery, but that's so long ago that doesn't what does that have to do with us today well it has a lot because yeah. a lot of rules were a lot of laws and rules were built and uh, made to deny black people of basic human rights like for example just the right to vote mm -hmm. like when they drafted the constitution uh, black people were only three-fifths of one person yeah that's so crazy so like that right there it's like you laws had to have been changed in order for us to be to where we're at today. So it's, if people don't understand the history of where we came from, then we can't move into the future because everybody just assumes there is no problem. Because no, no. if it doesn't affect them, 
then they're just like, well, you know, I don't have to worry about it. It doesn't really affect me. And it's like, yeah, oh. no doubt. And before and ignorance, we um, ignorance, oh, go ahead. Before we go on, we're going to take a quick break. All right. Yeah, yeah. So don't go nowhere, people. We're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back with Heinz uh, touching up on his last, uh, you know, uh, opinions on whose fight is it. And um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. I was just, I feel like this is, everybody needs to take wind of this and somehow um, be a part of it. Because if you, if you're, if you think you're not, you are, you know, so it's going to affect you one way or another. And, and that's the reason why people are protesting is mm -hmm. to make it, to make people kind of understand that this is going to affect you somehow, some way. And so, then uh, that's all it was real interesting to see the amount of protests, not only in the big cities, but also in some of the smaller cities that were having protests. It's just like, this is real, man. This is, this is affecting everybody. This is everybody's fight. And if everybody can't get on board with this, with at least understanding where blacks are coming from, then it's that things will never get better, you know? Yeah. So, I wanted to, because I wanted to voice my opinion on this matter with you two, my two Usos, because this is, this is history going down in the making. And if we don't voice our opinions, what's, what's the point? It's, it's like we have to say something about it, especially from our perspective as Polynesians, Samoans raised out here in the States, West Coast. <laughs> where it's, it gets pretty hot out here sometimes. I mean, the Rodney King, the LA riots, we all, we've been through that. We were, we were born, we, were, we lived through that. We know it's like, that's part of our lifetime history. And mainly trying to just get a, just get a feel out there for maybe like future people who are listening later down the road, 10, 20 years from now that just want to look back at how the Samoans uh, thought about this whole BLM movement and how they were affected in it. And I'm going to tell you right now, being a 40 year old Samoan man, I feel sorry. I feel, I feel sorry. Not really sorry, but I feel for our Maori counterparts because, you know, I, pff, we're raised with them. You know, if you go to all the hoods, you've got the Maoris on the West coast, right next door to the Maoris, you got the Samoans. Or the, or the Tongans, you know, the, the Polys, whatever Polys you may be. And it's like, we all have like a, a sense of brotherhood because you're just <clears throat> raised, raised in the same environment. That's why we get the, we get the pass from saying the N word because, <laughs> because it's, it's automatic. Just like the, the same goes with the Asian homies that are raised in the hood, you know, um, but mainly like us Polynesians, I, I think that, that question for me is, it's it's kind of like what Danny Boy said in uh, that podcast I listened to with you guys earlier about when people, as a Polynesian man, looking at the BLM movement, when people were crying for Mount Manukea, and it was a Polynesian thing, it was nobody else's fight around the world. It was a Polynesian fight. All the Polynesians from around came to Hawaii. And they represented, they showed up for our Polynesian brothers. Samoa came, Tonga came, 
I mean, come on now, everybody was over there, you know? And it was a, it was a Polynesian thing, you know? Now that's, that's cool for us as Polynesians. We can do that. That's our fight. You know, it's, it's, it's the, our Hawaii brothers and sisters trying to fight against the powers that be trying to take over their, their mountain. And us as Polynesian brothers and sisters support it. For the BLM movement, I'm gonna tell you the honest truth. It's mainly from out here. It's the racist USA police department police force. And I'm not talking about the good ones, I'm talking about the racist ones. And for for me, it's like we're raised out here. Heinz, law, law, me. It's our fight because we're right next to, you know, our Maoli counterparts and we get treated, you know, not the same, but we get treated, you know, just like how they get treated in some ways. If you're from another country and, and, and you're supporting it, I love it too, because there's racism in all countries, in all police departments, and that's what the real fight is about. But for the BLM movement, fuck, dude. We've lived in it forever here, my whole lifetime, your whole lifetime here in the, in the States, in the U.S. And it's, it's, it's mainly our fight, but for the whole world, it's like, you know, it's their fight within their own countries, within their own neighborhoods against their own, uh, you know, racist police force that they got to deal with. Like, I'm pretty sure it's like that in Auckland, New Zealand. I'm pretty sure it's like that in, you know, Australia and many parts of the world, you know. But, yeah, the BLM movement, if, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not from the U.S., it's it's not really your fight, but if you're supporting it from around the world, then that's what's up. That's some love right there. You know, that's some real love. And that just means that you're fighting what's the main cause is fucking humanity. Fucking like just overall evilness. Like the whole world is watching this evil happen within our country. And they're like, what the hell's going on, man? We're, we're here to support you. Just like how, you know, we were all there for Mount Monica to support them. It's like, you know, we gotta we gotta protect our own. You know, and we gotta help out people who are getting beat up right in front of us too. And the whole world has seen, you know, this BLM movement, everybody in there getting beat up and the whole world is stepping up. But this goes to my uh, next question. And that that question is this. If the whole world is finally stepping up, the United States is finally stepping up. They actually charged all four officers with, uh, you know, second degree murder for the first guy and the other three, they, they charged them. Do you, my question to you two now is, you guys think this is just a viral thing? Uh, because- uh, Them because, getting charged because it went viral? Oh no, I'm talking about the whole thing because we've been seeing videos left and right our whole entire lives we've seen Rodney King you know we we witnessed how many numerous deaths on camera and why now why now did this movement happen do you think it's viral or do you 
you think it's just because of all the craziness, you know, the, the pot's been boiling and I was just spilling over with corona, the coronavirus. I think it's a combination, combination yeah. of both, to be honest. Yeah. If, if, if we didn't have this internet access, we didn't have social media, we didn't have our own voice, we are able to create our own TV shows, our own radio shows now. You know, we were limited to what we've seen on TV. And they can control what's being said or what's being told to the people. Now, I, re- I honestly believe if the internet and all this didn't exist, this wouldn't have went as far as it's gone. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. The internet is quick. Because uh, I didn't even know about Drew Brees. What were you talking about, Drew Brees, earlier? Uh, Heinz? Yeah. Like, well, real quick off off the off that subject. I, I, yeah, I think oh, yeah, the, ahead, vir- the virus literally. It's like people are cooped up, and then Memorial Day, you get to witness somebody being murdered while they were handcuffed. Or they were already subdued. They're on the ground. You see the knee to the neck, mm-hmm. and then you literally. It's sad because you're literally watching somebody die. And, bro, and so, it wasn't quick. It wasn't quick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It wasn't a, a just a reaction. Yeah, because, you know, gunshots are like, yeah, gunshots are a lot of times reaction. But, you know, you, you, and so, and those can be graphic, too. This was just like, like, dude, he's not moving. Why are you still on him? He's not, he hasn't moved for you know, he was on him for eight minutes. Like, yeah. damn, dude. And he was, scre- you know, he was struggling. So when, when you watch that video, Hen, watch that cop's face. And you're going to be able to tell all the thoughts going through his head at that time. I don't, I don't, man, I don't want to watch it, man. I, I'm probably one, <laughs> one of the many that has, hasn't watched it that's not a racist. Have <laughs> you seen the picture? <laughs> Have you seen at least I, the picture with bro. the knee on his neck? I've seen the picture. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty just, much eight minutes of that. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. You, when, you, when you watch them like that, now I can understand what people are, are out there, but I've been, I've, dude, faces of death. I've watched that when I was a little kid. I've watched um, numerous that's exactly, things. But that's exactly what it is. That's yeah. part of why it went viral. That's part of yeah. it is because you're literally seeing somebody that's supposed to be protecting people. Exactly. And you're so you're supposed to be helping people and – you're killing people. You're literally doing the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. So on, on camera, and he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I got out of that video watching that man? What what thoughts were going through that cop's mind at the time? He didn't care. Is, he just didn't I, give a fuck. No, it, it was because when it was going down, there were people. There was one voice specifically. It sounded like he might have been a black male. He was like, "Bro, you killing him? Get off him! Mm-hmm. Get off him!" And the, the look he had on his face was, well, I can't move now because then I might, oh, you know, I might look like a, like a little bitch. Yeah. I might yeah. look like a bitch and I was wrong for being on his neck like this. So I'm just going to chill here. And, that's, the and that, that, that's all it was, man. He had no concern for this look, guy, all about his pride. My heart, my heart, my heart can't take it. Usos, I can't. My heart can't take. It. I'm a soft ass motherfucker nowadays. I, I feel you, dog. That's I, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm all about <laughs> love, man. I'm about love, and if I watch that, it's just gonna bring more pain and sorrow. And I know what happened. I just, and I'm, I'm happy that things are happening. Fucking, I'm happy that things are moving, and, and finally some shit's happening. But that's my question, though: is, is this a viral thing? Because we've witnessed it before with Rodney King. 
VHS. He didn't yeah, die. Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't die. He didn't die. Yeah. But we witnessed the same thing. After that happened, yeah, they, they took the, the, the police to court. They got freed. And then what happened? There was a riot. Right. Yeah. And it, right now, it's, it's not the same exact thing, but it's somewhat the same with tenfold yeah. added on top of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, we have the riots, but now we have the ability to see what everyone across this country is saying about it, how well, they're reacting to it. But so, I, it's not just this. It's years of this. I think it's, like you said, it's decades. it all boiled up into this. Like, it's, like Rodney King was the first viral video that went yes. viral before things could go viral. You know yeah. what I mean? So you add that and then you add that and then you just keep adding all of the deaths, all of them. You just keep them. And then you combine the virus, everybody just, you know, uh, being inside, cooped up, people losing their jobs. Like, every, like this country is in shambles right now. You know, it's like literally this country is falling apart left and right. So this is just on top of everything that's already happening. That's why this is now. It has everything has to happen now because I mean if you think about it to what like uh in February there's a guy that got gunned down for going for a jog in Georgia, you know, and he look, just, look, there's, look. there's a guy that was bird watching. We can uh, like yeah, in Central Park and got crazy, you know, got the, you know, what I mean, these things just happened, you know, so it's all boiling up, it's all boiling up, and so, and Will, that's why I feel like that's why it's important now, bro. Will, we just had why. somebody over here down the street. They just had his uh vigil protest yeah, I yesterday. Saw that. Same thing. Check out, bro. That's my Choked question. Though. We can go, we can go on and on and on and on and on and on about these stories. But my question is, is this a viral thing? Because we, we're 40-year-old men. We witnessed the Rodney King riots. We've seen what happened. Yeah, I, I think it adds up. Like, yeah. all the, for all the, it's been yeah. adding up for year for 30-plus years since that. You just, it keeps adding up, adding up, adding up. Exactly. So I think it's, it's, yeah, I think it's viral, one, because of the nature of how, of how it went down. You know what I mean? Like, how me and Law were just kind of explaining uh, and then two, the virus, everybody being cooped up, people wanting to be outside and just to like, you know, be social and, and feel like you're doing something um, that's and then, you know, it, it might be a thrill for some of these people doing something dangerous, like going out there and protesting. So I just, you know, yeah. there's other parts to this that I believe have a lot to do with it. And, and I'll see if we'll lead into that, but I'm not going to go there just yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now to as go to back why, to why oh, – go ahead. As to why what? As to why this is so big. You know what I mean? I think there's, there's other things that have a lot to do with it. Well, I'm just wondering – I'm just wondering that, the, like, this – my point I'm trying to get to is we've been there back in the L.A. riots, 92, and they still couldn't get it right. They still couldn't get it right. It's taken this long. They still couldn't get it right. Now, now before the L.A. riots, there was many, many more before that, before that, before the civil rights. But it wasn't movement. public. Was you know, a lot of that exactly. stuff wasn't public. You know, but it's like you see it in the newspaper. Do you, do you think of, it's going to change now? Do you yeah, think, I think start getting it right? I, th I think the Internet helps keep more and more people accountable. There's a reason why cops have body cams now, right? Like, aren't they supposed to be on almost all the time now? Like, so... You know, who knows? Like, it's supposed to happen, but... Do, 
Well, my, do I think is they're going to get it right now? Uh, I guess the answer to that right now, no. Or, or, so it's or in the future. It's going to take a long, long fucking time. In the well, future, I, I don't still, I right? think this battle is going to go on for a long, <laughs> yeah, long a, fucking time. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, we, we witnessed it when we were kids in 92, and it's still going, and it's getting worse. So, and it's like yeah, it's, nothing's changing. A lot of it's, it's systemic. Same. You know, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people on the, a lot of people on the right would say, well, you know, you, wouldn't you say that we're less racist now, a hundred years ago, than than what we were a hundred years ago? Like, aren't we less racist? It's like, not necessarily. We're just yeah, politically nah. correct now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I think there's more laws working for us now. There is, there more is politically correct now. But there's, yeah. you might still have people that are continuously racist that aren't vocal about it or hide it, you know. And so, unless you out yourself, you don't know if somebody's racist or not. You assume that they're not, but it's it's messed up because you have cultures of. So it's oh, it's it's killer to see some of these young kids, teenagers posting stuff it's racist stuff you know what i mean posting it on tiktok and you know it's been going on so it's like so until you get to these younger generation that's 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 racist and and get them to change their thought process yeah this is always gonna continue to be because you know the people that are in power you know which is majority white that are people in power financial you know uh government stuff like that until you get more and more people, uh, you know, more diversity in there, and and then and then from there, change the schools, change what we're teaching. Th that's why this is not a, a quick fix. This is gonna take years and years and well, years. Well, yeah, that that part is gonna take years. But the quick fix, um, I wouldn't call it a quick fix, but a fix fix could be starting with the police force. I mean, they gotta just re fucking. Revamp that whole entire fucking system. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know who that. nailed it? You start know who nailed that. it with the police force? And this is years ago on a stand up is fucking Chris Rock. Did you guys see that one? Oh, still when he was to talking today. about the bad apples? Yes, yeah. He was like, that's a lot of bad apples. And there's some jobs that should not have bad apples. Yeah. Like being a pilot. Like being a pilot, right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's right. You know what I mean? You, you, you can't have bad apples and shit like that. You know, not to say that it's more important than Black Lives Matter movement, but the the politics, man. Politics, just everything. People that are in power and the people who are racist, the people who are in power, they're teaching it to their kids already. So those kids are going to grow up with that. And whether they start to change their mind or not, they're still going to pass a little bit down to their kids. It's going to take a long time for the real change to come around. You know what I mean? I I think for immediately what, what people can and should do is, man, you got to keep on fighting, man. You got to keep standing up because that's really all we can do right now. You know, with, with everything going on, you know, bad, good, bad, I always say, man, look, I'm not the type to go out and protest, but what I do do in life is I spread love and morality and everything good I can to the people I do meet. You know what I mean? I try to leave a positive influence on the people that I do meet. And with me, I always hope, man, that act of kindness I did for this person 
I'm betting he's going to return that shit to somebody else somewhere else down the line. And I don't stop that, man. And that's mainly because my parents raised me to be that way. You know, there's times I, I'd be wishing I could just be an asshole like the people I don't like. But I don't have it in me, man. I'm like, it's just, that's the only way you can do it, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to be real. You got to be a good person yourself. Yeah, Speak but up when you're supposed to. But our people know that already. The other people need to hear that <laughs> because in a Samoan household, you know, it's all about discipline, follow all of respect, right? Yeah. I, you, you, you go down. You ain't go down any store. See a Palangi lady with her kids, and they just screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> oh, know? I know it, man. It, it's fucked it's, up, and it's yeah, going to take a long up. time. It's, it's going to take a long time. And it, you know, not only that, not only is it starting at home. You know, there, there's, there's, re, there's places in this country where folks like us just don't have access to right now, and are not for a long time because your ass is going to die you try to go out there right these fucking racist KKK people with their fucking compounds and all that how the fuck are minorities going to move into there and start to change people's minds and lives how long is that going to take Yeah, you know what I mean it ain't going to work with the damn internet because they spreading their hate it's just going to take a long fucking time I don't have the answers man you know but what I do look at is like current situations, like how you say, why, why is this one so different? And I honestly look at it as the that's political what, war has a lot to do with this shit, that's, man. That's, that's my fear. That's my fear. It's right. an election year. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The, besides, like, I mean, besides the political war, besides the political war that's going on, that's my fear is that this is just going to be another trend. Sad to say, but that's my fear. I don't want it to be that. I want it to be more than that. But motherfuckers, I've been, you know, we've been living through this shit for so long. It's like, damn, man, is it ever going to change? That's my, that's my fear is that we were, we were just crying about coronavirus. And then all of a sudden this yeah. just took over and nobody gives a Bro. fuck about COVID. It was just a yeah, look at it. Look, Listen <laughs> to this, man. Going by history and by how everything's gone, if you go by patterns, this shit is going to blow over and nobody's going to give a fuck. That's the way it should go with, with the way history of history, America and, and yep. the people are. History the way it should itself. go, we're not going to give a fuck about this in six months. That's the way it's supposed to go. Six right? weeks. Right. Six yeah. weeks. I'm saying. For some, for some people, six minutes, because then you flip to the next Twitter feed, and then you're just off to, you know, what's good for dinner tonight. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's why I commented about the, the black square, right? That right there was just a big sign to me, like, Fuck, that's man. Like, you can't just put up one little thing and go back. You know, if, if you're going like, to have to um, live this change. I did that on Facebook with like the Paris thing. Remember that? You guys remember when that? Yeah, yeah, down? yeah. Yeah, I did that. I, I didn't do it for the Black Lives Matter, the BLM, because, you know, I mean, I, for me, it's all the podcast. Whatever my heart says, listen to my podcast and then you'll know where my heart is. But I remember that, like, when we changed the For Paris thing and I put the yeah, Paris yeah, yeah. and all that. But, and that's normal. There's nothing wrong with doing that because that's our culture now. So if you go by history and how we're supposed to react and how the politicians and, and, and corporations, they know how we're going to fucking react. Everybody's not going to give a fuck in six weeks. Right? Well, I, that's how I, it's supposed I don't, to go. 
I don't want it to happen. I, just, I know we don't. I'm just I'm saying, just saying like, like <laughs> COVID already, it already took over COVID. Nobody gives a damn about that no more. Nobody gives a know? fuck about that no more. And, you know, but I'm, but it's good. Go ahead, Heinz. Well, so bring up the Drew Brees thing. So Drew Brees went on air yesterday with Yahoo Finance. He was on the Yahoo Finance channel. Somebody asked him about when this new season starts, are you going to be taking a knee? during the national anthem and he he literally just came out it was like he was like basically hell no i'm not taking a knee you know like my grandparents you know served in world war ii and every time i, I think about them uh you know is they being disrespectful or whatever to the flag and to the military and all this stuff and and the backlash from basically all that people from his own team, my, his own receiver, Michael Thomas was tripping on. Everybody was just like shocked at it. So he backpedaled today. Yep. I've seen that. And then he came out with a statement and was like, Oh, you know, I didn't mean. Apologizing. I didn't, yeah. I didn't mean, you know, uh, and then he had this generic picture of a white hand and a black hand, like embracing and stuff. <laughs> Dude, uh, check this out, though, to play devil's advocate on that. If he was saying, I don't want to dishonor what he really brought up, should have been taken as you're saying, fuck, fuck the Black Lives Matter movement. You know what I mean? With the riots that are going on, like with the protesting and the stuff that's going on. And the fact that this was like three years ago when this happened, you know, when it first started, when Cap, and then Cap, the reason why Cap was kneeling was because somebody from the military told him, you should probably kneel versus sitting down. You know, like, yeah. first Cap was just sitting down, like on his ass, you know. Yeah, he just sat on the bench. He was just like, no, nah, I'm just going to sit down on the bench. So but. he changed it to kneeling, which is more respectful. You know what I mean? For, for That's why I just laughs because I laugh because the most respectful thing you could do is take a knee. You yeah. know, like you're supposed to kneel before kings and like when Jesus comes back, you're supposed to kneel. I mean, you could tell who all the fake Christians are that are really like – that really worship Trump when they stand up when Jesus comes back. You know, you like all the people that are standing when Jesus right. comes back, those are gonna right. be the people that worship Trump. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's just like, dude. <laughs> but because kneeling is a form of respect. I love you know that. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why it's like that's why it's so funny. And so that's why I'm glad you brought up that it's political. You know, so the political powers that be, you know, like Trump and all his followers, they made it political by saying that's disrespect you're disrespecting the flag and you're disrespecting the military and it's like dude these people are on their knees well, not, like, no, that, there's no, that's like a form of submission so that's not, what, that's not, it. not only the the politicians make it a political thing but just the racist people they flipped it <laughs> they turn into some kind of racist thing like so, yeah, it's racist <laughs> to take a knee it's like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard like people don't understand it's when like, you, have, you when you have that much hate in your heart, you'll do anything. You'll say anything. Yeah. Well, that's just them. their political yeah. machine in work right. is is them using something for centuries that has been shown to be a, a form of submission, a form of respect, uh, you know, and to switch that down and to switch it to make, make it mean something else. That's what really cracks me up. And that's the political machine working right there. Now, now I'm glad. I'm glad that's gonna be. 
I'm glad that's gonna be <laughs> doing the Papa Willie. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad it's gonna be embedded in history because you know the old history books. Throw, throw that out the way. The internet is here to stay. You know, all the, our grandkids are gonna know about this. What happened today, or in the, now sure. with uh, George Floyd? For sure. Now with George Floyd, um, damn man, how ironic is it that Kaepernick? three years ago, took a knee to fight against the same thing, police brutality, and this fool killed a black man with his knee. Knee. Like, you know, yeah. What the fuck, bro? I just seen, <clears throat> a, I just seen a, a scene from Fruitvale Station. Have you seen, a, you seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. And, and, like, the move that he uses him at the end was literally knee to the neck. Just exactly like how I was like, damn, this is crazy. Yeah, you know what? Actually, talk about knee to the neck. You know how how they're charging these officers. So the one thing I learned, I don't know where I heard it, but a lot of these cops will get away with uh, their crimes because they're not charged properly. So if everybody was to push for first-degree murder, he's getting off. And if he's scot-free, he's done. Why? Because that knee to the neck is proper procedure for them. It's not premeditated. You know what I'm saying? Well, you said that, are, that's, that's the procedure they said? Yeah, that is, that is a proper procedure for them to use that, that taxi. Oh, see, that's what I mean. They need to read doing that. that is, is not, doing that is not illegal. Damn. You know what I mean? So what they have to get them on to put these fuckers away is at least for the cop that had the knee on there is like say a manslaughter charge. I don't know what second second degree is in Minnesota. Yeah, I think they changed it now because the I think the attorney general of Minnesota is uh, he's taking over the case. So he, I think he I, and he just came out with uh, with some stuff yesterday about how they're going to charge all of them. Uh, I will say this though, I think there's one that I do uh, have a little sympathy for if if there if you could and it, for one of those officers it was like their fourth day on the job and so you know I think you know I don't know where he was at but I could I could see why I mean he he's new to this so I could see him not really being able to pull rank to like save that dude's life but you know if there's anybody that deserves a, I think a little bit of leniency is maybe him because he's I mean, he literally just was four days on the job. So I don't think they will. I think they're gonna make an example. They after I mean they could. On, yeah, they could. I, I think they are. I think yeah. they're gonna be like, nope, we're making an example, so none of this will ever happen again. Hopefully, it won't happen again. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know because I mean, like 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 we've said with Rodney King before, it's hard to actually. <laughs> these cops you know what i mean it literally it's it's hard so but i think if there's anybody so i'll just say that if there's any of them that has a good case is maybe him being four days on the job like hey i'm new so i'm just following what these fuckers are doing so i wanted so. to um i wanted to talk to you guys too about um what do you what do you guys take on uh the usos the samoans because you guys talked about that too and uh in that, that the tough block podcast, and that's what me and and, and, Lo- and Tyler were talking about. What what's your guys' thoughts about that? You know, about what how well did you see the Samoans, the security guards? There's that one viral video. They're like, oh, they can't get to the, the Nike store because the Samoans are blocking everybody. <laughs> you know, I mean, for me, 
they took a job, man. You know what I'm saying? To me, they took a job. I honestly didn't see nothing wrong with it. Uh, a lot of people hate me for saying this, but you said it. Me personally, yeah, I'm still here. Me personally, if I'm gonna go protest and everybody starts busting up shit, I'm not looting for shit. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in destroying shit. I'm not gonna go out and steal shit. To me, that has nothing to do with the point that I would be trying to get across. To me, it would be counterproductive. Now, yes, everybody says, but, you know, this is the only way to get the attention. I get that. I get it. Me, I'm not going to do it. For me, that's not how I would go out and get attention. A cop could kill my kid, and I'm not going to go out and break fucking windows. You know what I mean? That's just not how I'm going to do it. And, man, you know, man, it's just, that, that, it gets, that's political right there. Man. Now you're getting political. The Samoans? I mean, I mean the, just the whole talking about them guarding a Nike store. Well, that's, well that's Do you why. think the Samoans are sitting there like, I protect big corporations? No. They took a fucking job, right? I'm pretty sure they got paid pretty decent. They're like, fuck it, come on, let's go over there. At the same time, Samoan mentality, yeah, I want to see a motherfucker try to come up in here. I get to whoop somebody's ass. I wonder, I wonder if, like, somebody had an in. Because what you guys were talking about, Heinz, was that it was up and down the whole West Coast. And this is where all those Samoans are, you know. L.A. to Bay Area, Seattle. Yeah, the whole West Coast, bro. It's funny. Like, that's where all the sightings of Samoans were at, outside (laughs) of Nike stores. And it's like, hey. Yeah, you can't knock people for trying to make money. You know what I mean? Like, this is still a capitalist society. So, you know, if they weren't paying them enough, they wouldn't be there. You know what I mean? If they were paying them, you know, $2 an hour, then they ain't going to be outside that Nike store. So, Bro. I mean, that's exactly how capitalism works. That's just, you know. Not, that's, not that's, only that, we're talking about it's 40 million people unemployed right now. Yeah, because there's that million. too. That's so what I mean. You're going to be like, no, motherfucker, I need to get paid. Yeah, you can't knock people for, <laughs> you know, like, now if they were doing it for free, yeah, then that might be something different. But, you know. See, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people tend to forget that the COVID has destroyed our economy for a little bit. We got 40 million employed. So when I see the Usos out there, just like you said, Law, that's 100% true. They're trying to make some money. They're trying to get paid. I mean, that's how how I look at it. Like, you know, I have some more friends and uh, I have some more friends that are cops. It's the same Mm -hmm. thing. It's like, you know, everybody needs to make a living, you know, so. Not uh, only that, not only that, look. I got Nike on, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you the reason why I thought I thought I thought it was cool for the Usos to do that. Number one, they just try to get paid. Number two, look, it's a BLM movement. Michael Jordan is the one who made this. He's the one who made the swoosh. Nike wasn't shit; they were nothing. So you know, a Maoli guy, Michael Jordan says, I'm going to bring you guys up. I know you're going to pass, be past every single competition ever. And it's all because of, you know, a black man. That why Nike is big. No matter what anybody's trying to say, nah, Jordan's the one who, who fucking blew up Nike. I'm on the map, yep. And on top of that, hold on, after that. On top of that, Kaepernick. Come on now. Nike, Nike pulled Kaepernick, and they didn't pull him. They, they, they brought him back in as a poster, you know. After all that, taking anything happens. So, 
why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? If you want to protect something that's a good cause, I mean, Nike's doing good things, man. I mean, you know, I don't care about what all the the, the, the the bullshit about, well, I don't know if it's bullshit, but, you know, oh, they really got sweatshops all the way in Asia or some shit like that. But the bottom line is what's going on now is what matters. Kaepernick, you know, he did promotional ads to support the BLM movement years ago. You know, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you have to give it up for Nike. They basically paying him now versus like because he's not working as a NFL yeah. player. So now, I mean, <clears throat> same thing. That's just like uh, Nike, one of the very first organizations. Now you're right; they might have some issues with some of their labor of how their stuff is yeah. being built. But at least on this on the on this side, they're doing a good job of of at yeah. least marketing to the people and getting in front of things. You know, with their commercial. They had the commercial, the the just don't do it commercial yeah. that has been out. So I mean, you know, and that's that's a good segue because we're gonna take a quick commercial right quick, and then we're gonna get right back into the Nike Nike subject with Heinz. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, go ahead. Then we're back. Yeah, yeah with <laughs> Nike, it's like uh, you know, I'm not the, necessarily the biggest Nike fan, but and those guys got to get paid too. But I understand like. The people that do need help are some some of those small businesses that uh, that need that that uh, protection or whatnot. But I mean, I got a question. I mean, the fact that Samoans regarding the Nike store and not letting people break their windows does that mean people are looking at them like you're supporting racists? You're supporting Is that with the whole issue. You're supporting corporations, and see to me that's that's dumb. They fucking know better. You know better than a fucking eight Samoan standing in front of Nike is not supporting a corporation. Yeah, back with uh, you said that eight, you don't think eight Samoans is, you know, supporting a corporation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody's saying, okay, either, you know, they're supporting corporations. Now, that's that technical bullshit I don't like. I don't like that taking shit out of context. You know, if eight Samoans are out there in front of fucking Nike preventing people from breaking those fucking windows, they're just security getting paid to stop you from doing that. They're not standing out there saying corporate America fucking rules. And I hate it when people take that kind of shit and turn it into that. That's To me, that's another big fucking problem why shit never gets solved. Are, are Everybody's you just... always taking technical little things and twisting it. That, that's not why they're there. Or you ups, you you're upset that that's their opinions of on of us Samoans that you know that we're for well, corporate just, America kind of yeah just anybody you know what I mean like it could be white guys black guys standing out there oh well, you're you're for corporate America you're oh, against okay. BLM no we're just here to make sure you don't break this one oh I got you know you. I got you're you. gonna break something go fucking break that we just happen to be paid here to make sure you don't break this one. Does that mean I'm against your cause? Does that mean I'm for corporate America and fuck the fuck the poor man? No. But when people twist shit for what it's not and go outside the realm of common sense, it fucks it all up. You get nowhere that way. That that's that's how I am, man. It's like you know the real deal, but they don't want to they don't want to take the real deal. They want to twist that shit. Political. But, Everything always goes political. There was a that's um, how I, there was a tweet that I saw, and I forgot who tweeted it. It was some girl, and I loved it because it said there's three type of people in these riots. There's the the, 
the protesters, the peaceful protesters, number one. Then there's number two is those Antifa people, you know, those mm -hmm. anarchy guy, anti-corporation people who wiggle their way into those peaceful protests and start shit. They're the ones bashing all the windows, lighting shit on fire, causing trouble. And then there's number three, it's the looters. The people who are just broke. They just want some free shit. You know, they just see somebody grabbing some free shit. Like, fuck it, let me get some free shit. And yeah. once, once she broke it down on Twitter that way, I was like, fuck. Okay, that's true. But people don't know about the number two people. You know, a lot of people don't know who the fuck those number two people are that are fucking shit up for everybody. Yeah, and, and for me, oh, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying that like, that's what I think needs to be, that, you know. That's exactly shown. where I said I, want, I wanted to go with it. And to me, it's just it's just common sense, man. Like, Antifa, I mean, I read up what they're about, but. Explain, that's, explain that's, to the listeners um, what Antifa anti, is. Anti, anti. That's what they're they're supposed to battle against, right? But I'm always that common sense guy. Okay, that's that's your cause, right? But who the fuck are these people? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Okay, BLM. Who's standing up for BLM? Black people, people of color, white people that are tired of black people dying. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck are these Antifa people? Right? Yeah. Like, who the fuck are they? Like, seriously, what do you do during the day? What was your upbringing? What made you this way? What the fuck are you really fighting for? They're just you know? suburb, suburban kamiki that have nothing else better to do. They find a That's little what it seems niche, like, you know? and then they they go hard in the paint when it comes to this Antifa stuff. Did you see that viral video? You know, the, you got to have you gotta have time to travel to another state to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't going to have a nine to five and a good job or run your own business and have time to go fuck around in another state for a week and break shit up and be ready to go to jail for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And did you, did you guys see that viral video, the, that mailed girl? And she was like uh, videotaping um, the, those two Antifa people who were just smashing up that Starbucks and they had a spray can and they were spraying, you know, yeah. uh, F the police, BLM. And they were like, what the fuck are you doing? You're fucking up our protests. Yeah. They said, no, we're not here to do that. What are you yeah. doing? It's like, Antifa people are fucking up the BLM movement with their own because yeah, of their I own think, agenda. I also think he, it's hard to label it's it's hard to label everybody correctly because he I mean they could be you don't know if they're Antifa for sure either because they could just be stupid stupid people you know stupid people that are just out there just trying to cause chaos. They are literally not affiliated with nobody, but it's like you know they live like ten miles away, twenty miles away. They decided to go to their nearest city, and you know it's true. They get emotions, they, get all hype. Well, yeah, guess a lot what? of them just seem like fucking crybabies that want to go somewhere. Have you guys ever camp. been uh, around the riot? Been in a riot before? Yeah, I was uh, a WTO. <laughs> yeah, I was down there. WTO. Yeah. yeah. I was out I there. I was protesting. Like, no, they, it's I exactly. Exactly. I was one I of the. I was down there working. You were working. I was one of the ones who just like got emotional. I was like, well, let me go see what this is all about just because it's in my neighborhood. Because I was living in Seattle at the time. Well, let's go check it out. So I drive down there and I'm just like, a, just a watcher. I'm just like watching on the sidelines away from it. Like the protesters and they're battling, the riot gears out, they're shooting, you know, uh, all the tear gas. And I was just like, the fuck are they, they, you know, writing about? And at the same time, 
I'm watching the K5 News, King 5 News, and I see these cats with bandanas, hoodies, smashing windows, throwing rocks in the windows. I'm like, who the fuck are these cats? Why are they covering up their faces? And this was back yeah. in, nine, in, in 2000, 2000. Yeah. 99. Uh, no, 99. 99. This is 99. Yeah. And now they get away with it more because of COVID. Everybody's wearing a mask. But back yeah. then, I was like, who the fuck are those cats? This, you know, I, I mean, I learned from WTO what it was about to the news. It's the World Trade Organization. They didn't like what was going on, so they're going to have peaceful protests. But then they were saying all these anarchists are coming from Oregon fucking shit up. And I was like, and then they just videotaped these are the ones. They're wearing these masks. They're trying to hide their face. And obviously, you could tell because they're all trying to hide their face, you know. So, yeah, yeah, little experience. Yeah, with me, when it comes to that kind of shit, man, it's like you got 5 to 10% that are far left, 5 to 10% of the country that's far right, and then there's the rest of us. You know what I mean? And it just seems like that 5 to 10 on either side are really the ones that are dictating how shit gets run around here, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if they're there. I mean, I think uh, they're the loudest ones, you know, or they're the ones that are like most yeah, active. What they do is what goes into the news feeds. Yeah. What they do is what gets talked about by the leaders, not what the rest of the fucking country's doing, not what the rest of us are trying to say. What we say is social media, and that's all we really got. Yeah. You know? So when you got those fuckheads doing what they're doing, and. It's just, yeah, it they, pisses me off, man. Pisses me off. You know, it's it, that's another reason why it's going to take a long fucking time. Because not only do you have to deal with racism itself, you got to deal with these wackos that are just stuck on a, on a, a belief. You know what I mean? A belief that I don't know what the fuck they're trying to destroy. Oh, shit. The police rolling up on somebody. Anyway, yeah, Yeah. a lot of the political shit got a lot to do with it. I mean, like, look at the fucking protests, right? Everybody's saying, okay, these fucking pallets of bricks were brought in, right? What's everybody saying? Who brought the bricks in? Who brought the bricks in? Oh, that's the fucking, the Republicans and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's the other one, too, is, like, I've seen also videos of people saying that there's, like, undercover cops that are going in that are starting riots and stuff. But the the earpiece hanging out their ear. I mean, that's why it's, like, it's really hard to say who's who. Like, who's who out there? Like, like, if there's undercover cops out there that are instigating the riots from the other side, like, throwing shit at their coworkers, it's, like, what is going on? Okay. Yeah, well, check this out, man. So... I went to the Art Art Institute in 07 and 08, right? And I had an instructor there that was talking about the old WTO riots. And he was telling me a story about our guy who ran the audio cage. And he was like, you guys remember when the girl was getting maced by the cop and she was just sitting in the car filming? She won like 1.5 mil from the city or whatever that shit is. We're like, all right, that's cool, you know? He played the video. Yeah, he played the video, and yeah, there's no reason why she should have got maced. They're just sitting in the car, and she had this old camcorders and shit. And the cop was like, what the fuck are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm just documenting or something like that. He said, turn that shit off. He said, give me that shit. And she was like, no, no. And she was like pulling it away. 
And he just starts, she's sitting in the pageant. He just starts fucking macing her, trying wow. to take the camera away. And uh, so the dude that ran the audio cage was, we had a parking garage under the Art Institute. And he was telling us literally, man, and I believe this dude because he had no reason to lie. He said he was down there one day and uh, he sees, uh, they weren't called Antifa back then, but they were, what are they were fucking calling them back then? Anarchists. Anarchists. Yeah, yeah, anarchists. They were calling it. You see, he sees these fucking four anarchists come walking in. And he's like, oh, shit, you know. He didn't think much of it. But then he just started listening to what they're saying. And they're just laughing and joking like regular people. And literally take off their suits. And he says they're wearing fucking Seattle PD uniforms. Oh, wow. Like, no bullshit. And I was like, are you fucking serious? He goes, his name was Pete. Pete said, yeah. Pete didn't want nobody to know, but you know, Shout out time's Pete. gone by, and Pete said, "Yeah," and he laid on the Fuck ground. That Pete, let him know. In his Pete. pants, and he was just like, "Oh my fucking god! If they see me, they're gonna fucking kill me." Ooh. So he just laid there and tried to scoot under under the car as much as he could, and they just threw all their shit in the trunk, and an unmarked car, and pulled out of the parking garage and, and left. And the parking garage is on uh, Elliot. You know where Elliot meets ninety nine? You can jump on ninety nine. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right over Ohana's, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, down the street from yeah, yep. and then yeah, that's right where it happened, man. I was like, it makes sense. Well, you know, that's good. The only because that's where the art institute is at, right? Is that what you're talking? Yeah, about? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, there, the exactly. parking garage under the art institute, and you know, it just it it makes sense, you know, and uh, so you know, everything is just is just common sense. Like when these bricks got brought in. You know, people are blaming the far right side. I said, but, you know, who, if you look at the bigger picture, who stands to gain if the country is out of control right now? Okay, if we look at the political war. The far, the left side stands to gain the more this fucking country burns right now. You know? And you got all this shit going on. You got, you got the far Wait, right and the far left. Why do you say that? Why do I say the far left has most to gain right now? Yeah. I mean, both sides are just as corrupt as each other. Straight up. That's how I see it. it no, none of them none of them are truly looking out for the people in my opinion. They all seem to do shit just to get themselves back in power. Now do I see the far left pulling this kind of shit? Let's burn this country down while Trump's in, you know, let's get him out of there. Oh, this is to get Trump out of office. Yeah, yeah. I I don't see them putting it past him, you know. I was going to say, I mean, you could also make a case for the right um, as far as because now that because Trump is in power right now, this also gives him more power. He's able to bring in the military and like, you know, um, he's able to basically bring in all these people that are um, that uh, basically government control could be more under his control right now with uh with what's going on is is one argument too i could say i could see people saying is what i mean yeah definitely but you know at the same time he's trump the guy's an idiot he's a fucking idiot and he's gonna do shit to swing his cock around you know what i'm saying just like when he said all right do whatever by federal law i do whatever the hell i want like no real politician is gonna say that out loud He's an idiot, and he's got his pride, and he'll back it with whatever he, he wants to back it with. 
So it just it just seems like man, it's just a constant battle. And then, you know, what do you what do you do when you're a politician? You you gotta you gotta grab on to whatever the fucking masses are attracted to, and that's how you can control them. You know, so why this shit is so viral? I just honestly believe they got a hand in it, man. The uh, the politicians. You know, who's, yeah, they got a hand Government. in this shit. They can make it look however the fuck they want to make it look. Just like how they're saying, oh, right now all the stations are just putting up all the violence, all the looting. Yeah. But yeah, more yeah. than the looting are the peaceful people out there not fucking looting, not fucking, you know, displaying violence. We don't get to see that. They had a whole day go by a peaceful protest and then a few hours of rioting in Seattle, right? All we seen was the bullshit. That's true. That's why we're here for with the podcast to just keep sharing yeah. the truth instead of you know, Tacoma had bullshit, a peaceful, uh, multiple peaceful fucking protests. No coverage on that, but they had a little bit of reports on some downtown buildings getting windows broken in. All a bunch of white kids. Or you know just I mean? like That's it's it's the only same thing, thing you heard out of Tacoma. It's the same thing with the COVID, bro. It's like you know, they didn't give a fuck. Nobody on these fucking news networks weren't fucking covering covering anything about COVID nineteen. They didn't give a shit. But once it went hot, it gave him clicks, it gave him ratings, everybody was on it. So yeah, yeah. you you might be true about your you know, your statement about it. They probably got a hand in it because all the all the politicians have somewhat some some link to all these fucking news networks, man. It's so fucking. I mean, it's corrupt. true. I mean, it's true on any level, man. I mean, look at okay, music right now. With my band stay grounded, I can easily use this shit to boost the fuck out of the band, but I refuse to. You know what I mean? Any band out there that can go out there and just like start singing for the cause, that that's a good fucking move for you to do right now. But me, honestly, I, I'm not going to do that, man, because I don't think it's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think it's right for me to go out there and push my own little greedy agenda just to make my band more popular. And there's other people, there's other bands that are, you know, they're doing the music for the right cause. But there's some just taking advantage. And it's, it's human nature, man. There's some people that just... Taking advantage of they're the, gonna B, take the BLM. Advantage. The BLM yeah. movement? Oh, yeah, they yeah. take advantage of everything, man, and it's fucking bullshit. You know, it's, so uh, that's why, I mean, I think that's all that has a lot to do with why this is so different. It's a, it's a sad time, you know, because there's a lot of compassion and people out there in the world. You know, even though I, I look like a scary motherfucker, I'm, I'm one of those people who has a, a big heart. And just seeing all this shit going down <laughs> with the... Uh, you know, the, the George Floyd video, I didn't watch it. I don't want to watch it, but just knowing what's going on. And Dude, it's heartbreaking, man. Yeah, and just continuous numerous videos back and forth. It's like, you know, where, it, where are we right now? Like, how can we help out our police that are here, you know, having to go just, for this? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like all these people, man. Are, people of color, especially our black community, our just can't, they can't live here. And just find, just be able to just go find happiness. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be something in their way. There's always going to be people hating them for no fucking reason. That's a fucking fucked up way to live, man. You know? 
that you know that that's what I'm starting to see. That's what I'm starting to see more than ever. So there is good that that everything went viral, just because I have my opinions and thoughts of why. <clears throat> Sometimes it doesn't matter. The thing is, we're starting to see this, and like you were saying, but how long will we allow ourselves to see this? But well, like, what's it going to take for everybody to keep seeing this and not let it go? I like how you were saying, you know, you got to. It starts from the home, you know, and. It, Regardless if it's not a Palani household that's getting it, at least we can teach our households, you know what I'm saying? And I heard yeah. you guys and Himes and everybody on that podcast talk about you can start at home, you know. So like with me and Law, we got children, we could we could always start at home. I love that that point you made earlier, uh Boos, that you said it starts from home, how your teachings is, you know, how you can just talk to your 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 household whether it be your children or your spouse or whatever uh, i'm just trying to figure out how to put it out there in our space what kind of ways we can help out our community that's living through this and how it can better ourselves and prepare ourselves for the next one because history repeats itself this shit gonna happen again i'm telling you <laughs> yeah you know honestly at this point man if there's any message i would want to put out <clears throat> it would be uh this is the perfect time. We see it now. It's the perfect time to just really to learn. To learn and then and, and study up on this shit and know what the fuck we're really dealing with. You know? I don't I don't I don't know enough to tell you guys, tell anybody out there, you need to go out there and fight for this. I don't know. But it is the perfect time to recognize we got a problem and recognize we got to learn up and figure something out. Everybody needs to start working together to figure something out. Nobody has the answer right now, because if they did, we'd know what the fuck to do by now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and to piggyback off of what you're saying, I think that that's that's what you got to do is learn, do your research, and uh, and look at who in your town and who do do you know who the the chief of police is in the city or town you live in, you know, like, do you know their history? Do you know where they're from? Do you know what they're about? Do you know? And I think you need to do that with all of your uh, local politics and stuff and local, like people that make decisions for the place that you live on a day to day, year to uh, month to month, year to year basis and kind of understand, you know, does the city that you live in have your back? And if they don't, then you need to, you know, like figure out what you need to do to make some changes, whether it be, you know, with whoever. And even if like, you know, some people say that, oh, you know, I'm not registered to vote. Well, if you can't vote, I would say the other way you vote and the other way we all vote every day is with our dollars. And so is, uh, is, Making sure that you, um, once again, do your research, make sure that you're supporting businesses that are with the cause, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, no businesses are perfect, but we brought up Nike, you know, hey, they, they, they jumped in front of this before all this happened with, you know, signing with cap and all that stuff was well, signing cap and all that stuff. So, you know, kudos to them on that part, at least, you know, they, they might not be you know, like I said, they might not be the most perfect uh, company, but at least they're, you know, trying to bring some kind of awareness out there to uh, the general public. So, 
so yeah so uh, those are kind of my things too you know it's like you know continue to learn and continue to do research and kind of figure out who who in your neighborhood and stuff is is really doing things to help you and stuff and final research on your city council members and all that all that good stuff fine final words Oh, I thought those were my final words. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's what it sounded like. No, those were. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what about you, Law? Uh, final words, man. Educate yourself. You know, learn a little something before you speak. You know. Yep. Try to understand what, what what's going on. Try to understand what you're talking about when it pertains to this. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought you just. I thank you guys for. Or coming on again and it's a another crazy time right now we had to do something you know i love it because it really leaves a mark in history for us i mean know? we literally are living through history right now like every day yeah. is history and, yeah and, and you guys said it in the beginning too it's like our kids our kids kids our grandkids they're all gonna you know possibly learn about this in school when they this period of time what's going on and so what's dope is Every podcast that you're creating, that you guys are creating, that we're creating is this, these are just gems of history that our, our, uh, our families, our people, whoever, they can listen to um, years from now. So, yeah. So, yeah, this is dope, man. Thanks for putting this together, Us. I appreciate it. Thank you for the invitation and just, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's always good talking to you guys. Always, man. Hell yeah. always, always a pleasure. And, um, you know, my final words uh, are pretty much like what you guys were talking about. And, you know, my podcast is uh, financial education. I like to say first, because I think that's the most important thing uh, that I, we can teach and preach to our Samoan, Polynesian, you know, Pacifica people. Um, financial, just like educate yourself. This is how I put it. Financial education, it gets you money. Money equals power. And like, um, well, I forgot what Spider-Man movie said, with great power comes yep. great responsibility. So financial education can help you, get you in places where you can help the Black Lives Matters movement, where you can help Mount Manukea, where you can help all kinds of uh, things that really matter to certain people in their in our lifetimes right now and another thing i want to end off is with the rock the rock had a video he posted on facebook and i was beautiful i shared it and it was all about he was asking trump where are you you know that was his thing where are you we need a leader where is our leader so he was going hard in the paint about that Mm. so financial education will help you get you to support not only your families but damn, it can help you support any movement you you want to get into. You know, whether it's being monetary, like you said, Heinz, or just you know, like Lawson, just educating yourself. It'll gain more knowledge in your your life for you and your and your family to benefit you and your family, your loved ones. And then the Rock, it's my Uso right there, our number one go-to guy. You know, putting the the, the president of the United States on blast. Like, hey, fool. He's like, hmm. I'm 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 half black and I'm Samoan. What's up? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what about that time in Smoke's backyard? You trying to choke me out. 
Oh, that was different. <laughs> Dude, I think he's gonna. Um, he's. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see him run for president. You know? Yeah, man, it's been the rumor everybody was hoping for. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? why not? Why not? We're just elected famous people out here now, so yeah. Bruh, he's not you afraid know? to be the best. So I don't see yeah, why man. he wouldn't. He 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 already respects the office more than our current president, you know. So uh, he's because I've heard him talk about how he feels like he needs to understand a little bit more. It's like, bro, you don't, you just need to be famous. <laughs> That's all you I need, feel it, man. That's all Look, you literally need to be president. Just be famous, and you know, literally, Ronald Reagan was an actor. There you go, former president. He was an actor. Yeah. So, yeah, there's the rock. You should rock for president. And, and uh, with that being said, we're going to end it like that. <laughs> Not only is it the BLM movement, he's Samoan and he's Maori. So what more better way to end it like that? Just listen bro. to And you know, you know what? <laughs> you know what else? What's that? Go ahead, bro. The other thing I need to say is we're the three best friends that anyone can have. Hey, hey, we're the three hey, best hey, friends hey. that anyone can have. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll never, ever, 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 ever leave each other. I think that's how it goes. But hey, DJ Hand, thank you for having me on. Heinz, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes. Great show, man. Thank you, guys. I needed, I needed to get that out. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to get that out, man. You know, I wanted to to share it with my usos just like we did before. You know, with the the whole pandemic thing that swept our country back in the 1918s. And now we got this whole, you know, fast forward 100 years later, now we got uh, this whole civil rights movement, you know, kind of happening again. So, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, we're, we're your local news. Usos, uh, Polynesians. Right. <laughs> I mean, we have 100 years of history jammed into the last three months. So. For real, <laughs> bro. You know, World War Three almost popped off earlier this year, too. Yeah, Shit, bro. Like, and World War Three. It is crazy. World War Three, yeah. Fucking and, crazy. Uh, yeah, side note, there were a one a one million uh, African Americans who served in World War II. Oh, there's rarely any movies about that, you know, rarely. But, you know, I'm a, like a World War II fanatic. But <laughs> And then on another note, the Black Lives Matters movement, there's been big corporations showing love, showing support. Got Apple showing support, Spotify. Uh, DoorDash, because I, you know, I, I work for DoorDash, or actually, I'm an independent contractor, so, you know, I'm not an employee. <laughs> but was the last one was Ben and Jerry's? I saw. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's has something. Uh, had they, a statement. Um, they said they're having a, a, a ice cream named "Fuck the Police." <laughs> or <something like> that. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, that's what their statement. Or is said. it "Fudge, Fudge the Police"? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it was a tweet I saw. I might be wrong, but. Yeah, shouts out to Ben and Jerry's, but there's a lot of good there's a lot of good things going on, you know, around the world that nobody's uh, you know really really well the media ain't really tending to. But that's my my last final thoughts is you know show some love people and uh, vote for the Rock for president. Make things happen. Yeah. Thank you, Usos, for tuning in. You know. Thank you. Thank we'll you. do it again through the next emergency. <laughs> And uh, one love to everybody out there, man. Peace, love, and soul. So far, so far. Peace out, y'all. Don't throw the yeah. dubs. <laughs>